0: Gregory bravely sacrificed himself to become the ship's red <laughs> <laughs> I think false. Oh, Master Splinter's super toad's mad. What? Yeah.
1: Yes! Yeah.
2: Two
0: broomsticks at the same time. Expecto Patronum! <laughs> You'll never amount to anything!
2: Completely false.
0: If it was Andy's girthy candy, there's no way they'd ever
2: change <laughs> So, So, wait, is it goblins? Did I get it wrong? Oh, this one's true! Yeah, I am chocolate! <laughs> and the theme of today's podcast is... Wait, are we still in the intro? hello and welcome back listeners to the allegedly podcast where we get a mystery topic coupled with some mystery facts and it's our job to figure out which facts are real and which facts are fake my name is alex and with us always is joe ah woo <laughs> is that a, did we get werewolf in london joe
0: I, i'm changing I'm, I'm uh i'm moving away from the woo i like it I still, I still love you, Buster Rhymes. Please come on the podcast, yeah. but yeah, uh, please. only then will we woo-ha <laughs> together.
2: Yeah, yeah, let's uh, let us woo-ha together.
0: <laughs> but now I feel like I'm ripping off Werewolves in London, so we'll see how I feel next week.
2: Well, I fucking like it, and next week I want to hear a different woo. Then I expect a lot from you. Now there is a level of expectation. Sweet. So, all right, dude, you ready to see what topic we have today, man?
0: You fucking ready? Dun 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 dun. An allegedly podcast. Dun 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 dun. Not as bad as the Kid Rock ripoff. That's <laughs> now the. That's opening. our new theme it's song. Thank warning. you. Thank. I'm out. That's all
2: right. <laughs> yeah, that is that is now the official opening <laughs> of the podcast,
0: and we're keeping that
2: forever. I think it's also and the you end up.
0: of a uh, so, <laughs> I don't think I'm coming back to this well next week.
2: <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna review this podcast sober and be like, "What did I do?" I,
0: I think I uh, think a little too hopped up on this one.
2: <laughs> you're you're bringing the Buster to an eleven, right? That's that's Werewolf Joe right there. That's that's aggressive. <laughs> All right, so let let's jump straight into the podcast topic. So today's topic is. The number eight. What? what? Wait, no. That's the word of the day. It, it, the topic is the number eight.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Did, the number did, eight. Did seven, eight, nine? Hmm. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Well, dude,
2: let's fucking jump into it. So we got fact number one: the way to measure cloud cover is you look up. Imagine the sky divided into eight equal parts. Then estimate how many of the boxes would be filled with the clouds if you pushed them all together.
0: Mm. I would like to say that meteorology is more scientific, but then again... (laughs) I feel I can guess pretty much as well as the weather guy, so... (laughs)
2: Could you see some dude out there like having a cigarette with like a like a meteorologist like right before he goes on? And they're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm estimated cloud cover." Shut up.
0: Right. Mm, would you would you say this is partially cloudy or mostly?
2: Yeah, yeah. He's like doodling on a whiteboard and he pushes it all and he's like, "Yeah, that's kind of cloudy, isn't it?" You think you you know? Yeah, that's good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I hope he has a plexiglass sheet that has like lines (laughs) taped out and then he like marks it out like just like to make it look like he has a job you know
2: yeah he's got really intense music playing in the background as he's trying to figure out it's like (laughs) he's just like oh yes the cloud cover
0: it's like a beautiful mind he's writing on a window and shit (laughs) it's just him fucking figuring out clouds (laughs) I've got it. I've got it. It's partially cloudy. (laughs) My imaginary friend from the FBI says so. His
1: His friend's a cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Like a little son with
2: sunglasses like, Ooh, that looks partially cloudy to me. He's like at a bar with them. They're like... (laughs) The cloudy mind. That's what this would be called. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go true because I want it to be. I I was gonna go true too because I think I think humans are just dumb enough to do this.
0: I think I think I think determining how much cloud covers fairly arbitrary, anyways. Like to put it in a quantifiable amount. So I have a feeling like this is this is just what we've come up with to be like. See, there's rules. There's rules. <laughs> Why not ten boxes? How dare you we we we're, <laughs> we're a house of scientists sir this isn't the fucking metric system with your, your 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 leaders of cloud cover fuckers <laughs> lead- leaders of cloud bjork's next album
1: <laughs> how many liters of clouds <laughs> <laughs> your boxes in the sky <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm not even gonna try to follow that up because i i cannot do that impression even remotely close to that oh. your your bjork kind of came out of left field it
0: anyway. was really fucking random um that i have no idea why I, of, I thought of bjork but it d- i did and <clears> um I'm I'm happy what, with what myself.
2: Type? All right, dude. Well, let's fucking figure this out. If this is right or not. I mean, could dash our fucking, our hopes and dreams. For the, pr- <laughs> the first question sets the tempo. And I feel that it's true. And if it's not, the power of that Bjork impression should have changed it to true.
0: Hey, either way, I got a sweet email to send one Icelandic singer <laughs> for her next <laughs> album idea. <laughs>
2: You're like, yes. What? Oh, fuck. Okay, are you ready, Joe? True or false? We're going true. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Three, two, one. It
1: is true! Yes! Oh, liters of clouds. Oh, eight little boxes in the sky. <laughs> Like this is so true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay,
2: there's a there's a decent explanation. <laughs> and I'm not gonna read it like Bjord.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's called the Octascale, and that is seriously how meteorologists measure cloud cover. You can also put tape on a mirror yes. to make eight boxes divided up like a candy bar. Face it towards the sky and visualize the cloud cover fractionally that way. I searched for a more modern, precise way of measuring cloud cover. I'm certain this was some ancient maritime practice or something, but it was not. When they tell you it's mostly sunny, that means someone looked up at the sky and guessed that it was about three-eighths of it was cloudy. Seven-eighths is mostly cloudy and so on. There is a 9 out of 8 option when the conditions are so shitty you can't even see the sky. Fog, blizzard, pollution, hot volcanic ash, etc., etc. So this shit happens today. <laughs> you are, this, is, this is today. The meteorologist rolls out with his cigarette on his smoke break, looks to the sky, and he's like, Oh, it looks
1: like there's three cloud covers.
2: And then he's like, boom. But partly cloudy
1: <laughs> I put a mirror on the ground nine little pieces of age fog
2: <laughs> could you imagine being another guy on the other side of the TV that like follows meteorologists and he has his own pane of glass and he goes outside and he's like this guy's full of shit it, it, it is barely, it is barely partly sunny. Fuck that meteor. All right. Well, fucking question one out of the way. Dude.
0: <laughs> 25 and done.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that, uh, that was good. That
0: was good. There was a,
2: that was pretty aggressive.
0: We can't. I liked it. I, I don't know if we can top that one. Hugs. <laughs> Yeah, we, we might as well. Just we might want to do these other four pretty quick. I'm out of. <laughs> I'm running out of juice.
2: Yeah, if you think Bjork is fucking gone for this episode,
0: you'd be sadly mistaken. That's coming so <laughs> fast. Just like maybe we can work in a Werner Herzog impersonation too.
2: Oh my god! All right, we'll see. We'll and see. Maybe they'll, they'll make a guest appearances. Like, let's see what happens. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, let's jump to fact number two and see what the letter eight. Oh fuck! Did I say letter? Oh fuck! I meant. Number. Oh god. Oh no.
0: Fuck it,
1: loser!
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Well, let's see what the number eight because I'm pretty sure the count from Sesame Street would be fucking pissed. <laughs> All right, here we go. Fact number two: the opening ceremony for the 2008 Beijing Summer Olympics began on eight. Eight eight at eight eight eight. So eight o'clock. So eight oh eight at eight seconds PM. Because the number eight is considered very lucky in Chinese culture. Mm. <clears throat> so here, I will say this. From what I remember historically, the number nine <clears throat> is considered like a number of like royalty, right? Because it's the highest single digit number, right? Mm-mm. So like so, like, emperors and all that, they would have nine things. Like, it's, like, I believe the color yellow was also, like, a royal mm-hmm. uh, color, right? So, like, they'd have, like, nine statues or nine buildings or nine pillars, right? It was very, very right. s- sacred to royalty. <clears throat> but that was specific to, ro- like, only royal people could do it. So I could see eight, which would be the highest number common people would have, Right.
0: Right, like, the, the next thing, it would be the next best thing. If I remember anything about the Beijing Olympic, like, the opening ceremony, it was super choreographed. I could see people taking it to that next level of starting it so precisely on a time frame.
2: Does the opening ceremony start with lighting the fucking...
0: The torch,
2: yeah. Is that the, is that, uh, like, the kickoff? So, like, yeah. this dude would have to light the torch at eight seconds. mm mm-hmm. What if he got there fucking
0: late? I don't think they actually, I don't think they light the torch in a, tr- I think they carry something towards the torch, and I think that's a, I think there's like an, an igniter, like an electric igniter that would, uh. You're
2: talking like, what if it's a grill igniter? Yeah. With the push button thing? My- like t-
0: my inner fucking middle-aged dad just came out. Like, oh, you got the green egg over there? you well, See, the problem <laughs> with that is you got the igniter on the bottom. You, uh, you going to turn that corn? So,
2: <clears throat> but this one, I, I, you know what? I don't have anything to go against it. The, it was very choreographed. You're 100% right. I Dude, I think this is right. I feel like, you know, the whole number nine thing is, I, I, I feel like I remembered that. Number eight isn't far off.
0: <laughs> that logic so I, sound. I'm gonna go right with you, my man.
2: Yes. Well, if we get it wrong, fucking
0: the number eight is close to the number nine. It's almost as close as nine is to ten. Whoa, <laughs>
2: whoa! All right, gj you fucking ready? <laughs> we, yeah. could, we could go fucking two for two right
0: now. Let's do it.
2: Okay, so we're both going true that mm-hmm. the, that the Summer Olympics started at eight 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 at eight 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 p.m. Yep. Okay. Let's do this. Ready? Three, two, one, bam! It is true.
0: Holy shit! Nice.
2: <laughs> All right. So, the word for the number eight, ba, sounds a lot like the word for prosperity, fa, and the prof, or the foot. Sorry. And the phonetic correlation has contributed to the very strong cultural connection between the two. Dates that contain the number eight are popular choices for weddings, business openings, and other important events, i.e. the Olympics, in order to bring good fortune to the ceremony and its participants. The number eight in a phone number, license plate, or address is supposed to bring good fortune and wealth. A phone number or license plate with a ton of eights in
0: it can sell for millions of dollars. I know my next job. (laughs) Making license plates.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're just like, welcome to my Porsche with my 8888888 license
0: plate. <laughs> Nothing but eights over here.
2: <laughs> the, uh, at least... <clears throat> so this is the little part, last part. At least 10 major airlines reserve flight numbers 888 and 888 for flights to and from cities in China, including United Airlines, Air Canada, and British Airways. So... Uh, those companies reserve those specific flight numbers for company, uh, going to cities in China wow. because of that reason. How many eights do you have in your license plate,
0: Joe? I have one. And the other six numbers are... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: My social, if you need to know.
0: Right. Oh, no. I have zero
2: eights. Sorry. Sorry. I have, I mm. have not a single eight in my life. That's so... You might want to just stay away from me, Joe. I, I'm a, apparently a fan. There's here. a reason we're
0: doing this over Skype. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh,
2: all right, dude. Well, that fucking that's pretty cool. So now we know if you go to China, try to get like you a know, hotel room number with eight or get a car with an eight license plate because apparently it means good fortune. So that's pretty neat. Nice. Hmm. All right, dude. Well, we're two in. We are two for two right now.
0: Hey, hot take? I said we walk away now. (laughs) We're good. Like, two for two? We're on a roll. I said we just, we just, we just walk away from this table.
2: (laughs) All right, dude, we did it. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah, dude, two for
0: two.
2: Mm. All right, man, you ready for fact number three?
0: Let's do it. Let's go three for three, baby.
2: Three for three. All right. Ready? Fact number three. When it comes to spiders, eight is a very important number. In addition to their overzealous quantity of legs and eyes, members of the orb weaver species in particular tend to spin their webs in radials, the straight lines coming from the center. In multiples of eight
0: mm. I might be digging a little deep here, but I feel like we're being lulled into a spider's web with all these eights oh. see the last oh. question that was all around eights like we got it right so now we're doubling down da- i I don't know if we can double down with all the coincidental eights oh and the last two have been true mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like, I feel like, I feel the web getting tighter around us, Alex. I think, I think, I think there's a false sense of security here.
2: Yeah, like, they, those last two may have been, you know, they, they may have been softball pitches, and now we got the fucking 105 being thrown at us right now, mm. like, we don't see it coming, right? Because we're like, eight, the whole thing is eight, prosperity eight, can't ba- can't bank against that, right?
0: Mm. I thought, I know they have eight legs, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Or
2: arachnids. Yeah,
0: but I didn't. I didn't know. I besides the legs, I didn't know spiders were known for the number eight. Yeah, I. We know they're artistic, as as we've established in our Amazon thing. They they they're self aware enough to make little models of themselves. So they can count to a degree,
1: right? Mm-hmm. They
2: have to, because they have to know that they have eight legs. Mm-hmm. Disturbingly enough, they can count. So. Is it so far of a stretch that they say they can... But now are they OCD about the eight? <laughs> what if there was, like, a group of orb-weavers spinning their webs, and they're like, oh, there's the Banksy spider, and he's, like, doing everything in nines. <laughs> like, he's just like, I'm a madman! And he spins an orb of, like, nine fucking... <laughs> Everybody's just like,
0: nobody can keep him down. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he does it in the middle of the night. No one ever sees him build a web. It just shows up. There's just a web of he, ne- he never even signs it.
2: What if he was putting extra lines in the web of already existing, like, eight, just to fuck with the other spiders? And they're like, there's nine now. What the fuck? Banksy. <laughs> Banksy. Uh, well, I don't, I, okay, okay, okay. So we know they can do that, mm-hmm. right? So they, we know at some point, but can they fucking, do they, do, are they fucking driven so aggressively to eight? I don't know. Now that the the artistic spiders that have a self image, this could be true
0: too. I mean, hmm. I mean, the, the, a lot of those webs are like just ge- geometrically, you know, um, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the orb weavers are fucking nuts. Yeah. Those are the stereotypical looking web. Mm-hmm. And so I think maybe just naturally, maybe just naturally it ends up in multiples of eight, just because that's the strongest design for their web. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying I'm trying like to doodle a spider's web.
2: <laughs> Dude.
0: <laughs> to see like just, what just... looks good. <laughs>
2: What looks right?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I bet you
2: it's going to come down to six or eight. I bet you those are one of the it's.
0: I'm going to go out of the box. I'm going to bet on 10. Okay. Just I'm in my head, seven. 10 looks better than eight for a spider's web. Uh,
2: I'm going to put six. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to go six. You're going 10. But either way, we're going to go false. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going uh, to bet eight.
0: against the house on this one.
2: Okay. All right. All right. So So we got a little insider's bet going on mm-hmm. along with the question. So we'll see, we'll see who knows spiders best. Mm-hmm. Watch. It's like, no, actually, all spiders make 30 points. And we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> right? Okay, I'm going six. You're going 10. But either way, we're going false. Mm-hmm. Are you ready, Joe? Mm-hmm. This could be three for three. I'm not nervous. <laughs> I'm not... All right. I, I'm not sweating either. Don't worry. I, I think we got this in the bag. All right. Three, two, one. Bam. It is false. Yes.
1: Boom. Mm.
2: All right. <clears throat> While spiders' webs exhibit some interesting geometric properties, their makers don't start out with a set number of radials in the queue. Rather, they adapt to the area, lay down a few test anchors and threads until a clear plan emerges. The the architecturally inclined orb-weaver spiders almost never directly line up a radial to an anchor point as it makes the the anchors pointlessly stable creates uneven tension, and requires more silk. Instead, they create a secondary inner frame that branches or cuts the corners of their outermost frame. And this is where the radials attach, giving the web a more rounded shape and even tension. Think turning a square into an octagon by drawing lines across the corners. Mm. Some orb weavers remake their webs daily as they mature. They get better and better at it, making each web more identical to the last. If they have their webs destroyed too many times in one day, they will make smarter modifications to conserve silk, such as rebuilding smaller webs, reducing the radials, and spacing out the spiral capture to create a wider mesh. They also do this windows... uh, They also do this window safe mode build in windy condition to reduce the potential for damage. Wow. So, well, it didn't... Okay, so we were both wrong, but right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so they could have six or... Or or ten. Or whatever number it takes to make it stable. Exactly. So that's
2: pretty cool, though. It sounds like orb weavers are kind of fucking like ballers, dude, when it comes to making, you know, their webs. Everybody else kind of sucks. You know? Because <laughs> well, it sounds like they can remake that shit, so, like, if some asshole walks through and he's like, ah, these damn spiders, like, they, get, they can remake it that day. That's freaking
0: nuts, dude. Crafty fucking bastards.
2: Those bastards. All right, dude, well, we got it right. We are three for three. See, you wanted to walk away after that second one. I'm like, we got this. Dude, I have a good feeling about it.
0: No, hear me out. (laughs) We walk away.
2: Every time we get closer to five, I'm like, "Mm, you might be right.
0: (laughs) We're three for three. We don't need to prove anything to anybody. What's so special about five out of five?
2: Don't get your hopes up, Joe. That's what's happening right now. That's why you want to walk. You're getting your hopes up.
0: (laughs) You, You want it. You can taste it, dude. There's too much of a good thing. We can just, we can just walk away right now.
2: Having an average life
0: is not a bad life. Hey, three for three is 100%. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, I believe in us. I think we can do four for four.
0: Well, three is close to four. I feel we've done this before. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, here we go. Fact number four. Octagon houses were briefly a thing in the 1800s with thousands being built less than 100 are still standing today largely because people quickly figured out that octagonal houses are stupid
0: (laughs) editorializing aside i think it's true
2: yeah i think i think she's fucking with us i think she put it in like, I'm going to put stupid. They're going to think it's fake, but it's mm-hmm. real. Like, there's going to be a fact behind it that some fucking peasant looked their house and they're like, this sucks. And boom, no
0: I more think octagon that, houses. I think more th- uh, people just figured out that an octagon is just two squares. And it's a lot <laughs> easier to just build two fucking squares.
2: <laughs> Grifted hard.
0: Yeah they ended up with one room when they could have had two rooms uh but also less boring uh or a more boring answer a lot of uh craftsmen and victorian houses used to have um towers and all those towers used to also be octagonal instead of uh spherical
2: is that that because of it's easier to lay brick that way
0: Easier to lay brick that way, easier to lay out framing that way as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So you don't have to round corners. Um, Ah, okay, okay. okay. um, Also, easier, like if you go, like if you have a round building, putting a roof on it is a lot harder. You now have to make the roof curved as well. But if you have an octagon, you can have eight flat sides. Mm. So there you go. Um, I believe that at some point people made eight-sided houses for reasons
2: <laughs> well yeah and think about this though eight-sided house i mean i guess if you're building like a really simple shanty mm-hmm. but like a flat roof right mm-hmm. or like a slanted roof but i bet you that'd be fucking hard to do if you're putting you know if you have an octagonal house you, the slanted roof doesn't fit right so if you have a square house it fits easier
0: yeah I, I'll, I'll, I'll bet there was a time in history when people were like, ooh, look at the fancy eight-sided house, but it faded out quick, because um, it's just, that's a lot of work for a for a house, when, when you could just make a fucking rectangle, you know? Guys, hear me out, okay? Mm-hmm. Eight
2: walls. You, the peasant, <laughs> can have yourself an eight-walled house. How fucking great is that? And it's just as cheap as a fucking four-wall house.
0: Do you have eight pictures but only four walls? (laughs) But your pictures don't get along? (laughs) Now you can have eight smaller walls for your eight varied pictures.
2: Like, what if you were laying, like, fucking logs? Is it easier to lay eight smaller logs than one? You know what I mean? Like, Mm. to stack eight logs? uh, Because they don't have to be as long? You know, so to make something octagonal?
0: Exactly. You can make smaller cuts. Mm, that's an interesting point. So
2: Okay, look, at the end of the day, we are living in a fucking box house, right? We're not living mm-hmm. in an octagon house, so somewhere down the line, they were like, octagons are literally stupid,
0: right? Yep, I have a feeling this is a. I I believe this to be, this would have been a fad. I was born in an eight-sided house, I'm gonna die in an eight-sided house, <laughs> and my son's gonna have this eight-sided house. <laughs> you wanna know why we had eight-sided? cause well after the lumber mill burned down, we didn't have long enough wood for your four sided houses. (laughs) You all wanna know what was a four sided house? The lumber mill, where my grandpappy died. (laughs) And left all he left this family was small lumber.
2: Dude, we're going to find out that fucking Bjork grew up in an eight-sided house.
1: <laughs> Tiny little wash for your pictures. Eight-sided hey, <laughs> house. It's got a TV for a roof.
2: <laughs> so I'm going to go. I'm going to think this is true. I think it is. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. that's right. There was a question here. Um, yeah, I'll go True. <laughs> Oh fuck! All
2: right, are you ready, Joe? Because we could be full of shit, and this breaks our streak. Like we have a three for three going. This could be.
0: I I, I believe I believe in my grandpappy's dream of an eight sided house.
1: <laughs> Little tiny octagon. <laughs> we live in an eight sided house. Older <laughs> sister never sharing.
2: Oh, fuck! Okay, okay, okay. Ready? Okay. I yep.
1: th- we're going, we're
2: going true on this one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going true that people used to build eight sided houses, octagonal houses, <coughs> back in the day. But then they found out it was fucking dumb, so now there's only like a hundred left. Mm-hmm. All right, ready? Three, two, one. It is true. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. I oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Bjork in Iceland. all right right.
2: here's your the octagon house craze okay let me start the octagon house craze lasted maybe half a century and was largely driven by one dude i don't okay i'm gonna fuck this up a phrenologist Mm -hmm. pseudoscience of feeling head bumps this guy's name though was Orson Squire Fowler.
0: Oh, fucking
2: course it was. A fucking course. Who published a book touting the practicality of the octagon-shaped house, such as heating and cooling efficiency and low cost of building. The octagon shape, considering the parameter to space inside, does give you about 20% more space than a square with the same parameter but the internal floor plans leave a lot to be desired with awkward angles and weird pathways and a closed off feel and are generally terrible. Fowler also encouraged everyone to use concrete for the main walls and they simply (laughs) could not hold up to earthquakes, weathering and natural disasters over time. The unusual design appealed to younger environmentalists and individualists who like standing out daringly, from their boring, rectangular neighbors, basically the hipsters of late
0: 1800s.
1: We were
2: both fucking right.
0: We did good. Yeah, we did. We we did awesome.
2: Yeah, but Orson Squire Fowler, go fuck yourself with your dumb house ideas and your terrible fucking pseudoscience. Oh, fuck. Well, okay. So, I think we fucking got that, though. We nailed it. We're four for four.
0: Hmm. Hey. Um? Hey, Alex. Yeah. Hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, dude. This could be a five for five episode without bonus. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. The pressure is getting to me. I know. I'm cracking. You are. I'm cracking like Bjork in a four sided house.
1: <laughs> Two not so many walls. <laughs> such a big wall so little <laughs> anchors <laughs> normal oh. pathway <laughs> dude
2: we could do this i believe <clears> in <throat> us are you fucking ready
0: <sighs> let's 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 go for let's go for it baby
2: okay fucking fact number five king edward the is the only king in history of the British monarchy who voluntarily gave up the throne in order to marry the woman that he loved.
0: Yeah, he was uh, Prince Albert's brother uh, right before World War Two. Yeah. Uh, the, the movie The, the King's Speech is about this. Oh, you better be fucking right. Mm-hmm. Are we banking everything on a fucking... Mad- I, on my movie knowledge, yeah, Madonna made a terrible fucking movie about this, uh, where you know, about this love story, of, of Nazi sympathizers. He uh, he married a he left the crown for a an American divorcee, which was very taboo at the time. I but the thing that's tripped me up is he the only king to give up his crown in the British Mon. I don't. Hmm. I think I know I know at least half the question's true.
2: <laughs> the writer's gonna fuck us on this. I know it is. Because if it's false, it's because there's more than one king. Yeah. If it's true, Gucci. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we, we know that we know that King Edward did it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm... it's false, we get some stupid fucking factoid and we blow our five for five.
0: Mm-hmm. See, that's like, I was like, I was real confident. I'm confident that Edward left the crown. Yes. I'm not confident on w- whether he was the only one. Because I, ha- I just get this distinct feeling that someone at some point left the crown for like a political reason. Or, what, or was usurped.
2: Well, this you one know. says it's so the question says who voluntarily gave up the throne mm. in order to marry the woman that he loved. So if there was another king that voluntarily left the throne to marry a woman that he loved, then then, yes, that would be false. He wouldn't be the only one. However, just remember, you know, every time we take a step back with like a generation of king, mm-hmm. they only
0: get shittier because we go farther back in time. Right. And we're already starting with a Nazi sympathizer, so
2: yeah, yeah.
1: So
0: rough.
2: We're just gonna have to go true on this one and hope that there isn't some like seventeen hundreds fucking king of Britain that was actually pretty okay. You know what I mean? He's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna marry this woman. I don't need the throne. And we're like, God, you, right? Like, like f- fuck you, King Franklin the Sixth.
0: So I'll I'll go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I'm going to go true because. I just I just happen to know that Prince or uh uh King Edward left for the American divorcee, so Okay. Then let's let's fucking do it, dude. Are you ready? If mm. I if we were
2: here, we'd be like, you know, holding hands. You know what I mean? We're like dude, I'm
0: spiritually Thelma and Louising this right now. Like you ready?
2: Alright, dude. <clears throat> I'm thinking this is
0: true. Fucking we got this. Let's do it.
2: Alright. We're going to go, yes, King Edward is the only king to leave the British monarchy throne voluntarily to marry the woman he loved. True. Three, two, one, bam. It is true. We got a five for five. Yes. Woo!
1: Woo! 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 (laughs) Woo! A a werewolf in London. (laughs)
2: did it. Okay, yes. Okay. okay. So here's the explanation. Edward VIII became king in 1936 when his father died. But by then, he was hopelessly in love with a twice-divorced American socialite named Wallace Simpson. This was simply intolerable to the Brits and a giant scandal, so he tried negotiating a lesser role for her as queen, but it was deemed too impractical to work. So in true Shakespearean fashion, Edward chose the woman, quit the throne, married his love, and never looked back. While this segment of their life oozes romance, their legacy is unfortunately stained by being not-so-subtle Nazi sympathizers and racists. Even meeting Hitler in 1937, womp womp, they bounced around (laughs) from Europe and the Bahamas, where he was sent to escape a kidnap-for-ransom plot by the Nazi SS agents. The Brits and the Royals seemed to have generally despised his wife. There were constant rumors circulating about her having lovers and affairs, or being an anti-British agent for whatever country was bothering them at the time. But But their love story arc lasted until the day
0: he died in 1972.
2: So, yeah, it you know, they're shitty fucking people. Like, let's, you know. you know.
0: Yeah, they they tend to stick around, unfortunately. Yeah.
2: But, hey, you know what? 35 years, good for them. Shakespearean love,
0: blah, blah, blah. You know, cool. But we got it. Uh, yeah yep. We're on the same track. Go ahead and say it.
2: Oh, no, you say it. You've been wanting to say it. We got it right, baby. That
0: was a five for five.
2: <laughs> that was a fuck you bonus. Qu- we don't need that shit.
0: Get out of here with your but I'm bonus. Gonna... But maybe. Now, hear me out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I don't even want this to end yet. We're like Man. an hour 15 in. I just want to keep going.
0: I just, yeah. What's, give us eight more.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, writer, come up with eight more <laughs> yeah. now, please.
0: But unfortunately, allegedly listeners, we do have to end this one. But we're ending this one on a high street. A five for five. I think that was our first one ever. I think that was our first ever... Legit five for five. Without a bonus. Without a bonus. With zero handicap. Please follow us on Twitter at Allegedly. And if you have any more information for us or stories or topics you'd like for us to discuss, please feel free to send that to Allegedly.podcasts at gmail.com. Just hit that that plus button or that subscribe button or that other button. Hit the button. Do the button. (laughs) Do it. Do it. And as always,
1: I'll see you around, see you in the clouds, <laughs> in a shiny crowd.